This episode contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretions is strongly advised. Welcome to the Bold and Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Miss Chelsea. Hey, B&B fans, hey! Hi, guys. We're finally back. I bet you were thinking, what happened to those two crazy girls? Did they get eaten? Was there a giant sinkhole? Did they get sucked in? Did the bar finally take over Chelsea? Did she be? <laughs> did the keg room finally take her? <laughs> yeah, right. Did she get taken out by the canisters? <laughs> right. No, we're back. Yes, September was um September was a month. It was. Ooh, ooh It's been difficult. For a lot of reasons. I did have a birthday, though. Yeah, happy birthday. Mm-hmm. I'm old. Young, <laughs> young and fabulous. Young and fabulous. Um, yeah, okay. Well, so I no longer work at the bar. I now work at another bar. <laughs> <laughs> this one is more bougie, though. Yeah, it's in a nicer area. It's um actually in this like outdoor bougie mall thing and yeah, Christmas time parking is going to make me want to kill myself. But uh so far it's going great. Uh it's I realized working where I worked before, one good thing I can say is like I'm definitely prepared to work anywhere else. <laughs> because if you could survive that, you could be anywhere. Um, but yeah, we did, de- we decided, we <laughs> decided that I was going to go somewhere else and be me somewhere else. <laughs> I wish all of my former coworkers nothing but health and happiness and whatever they deserve. Um, I hope the owners um, live lives. And uh, yeah. Yeah, someday, yeah. someday I'll get into the the nitty gritty details of it all. But that's when we actually get this Patreon going. All names and locations will be changed to protect the. Exit. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't what you. It wasn't no. a big, like um you know yeah. movie finish or anything. No, like Chelsea didn't beat up anybody on her way. No, out. <laughs> and see that's the thing. Like people were just like, "Damn, girl, I thought you were gonna do one of those." Fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, fuck you. And, you know, I really wanted to go off and really, like, tell them all about themselves. But I also didn't want them to be able to go around and be like, oh, my gosh, she went insane. We almost had to call security, da-da-da. Like, I didn't want it to be that. But the thing I super regret, because, honestly, like, I mean, I'll get into it. They're they're very unprofessional people. And um, I knew the day before that I was going to be fired because one of the bartenders was going around the whole bar telling people that I was going to be fired. And so the thing I really regret is I fully got ready and dressed and went in there, you know, professional, 
just in case it was BS, you know, maybe I didn't, wasn't going to get fired. Oh, yeah. You know, whatever. The thing I super regret is since I did already know, I wish that I wouldn't have gotten dressed and ready. Like I wish I would have rolled in there in my pajamas, my hair a damn mess and just walk up to them and be like, so I heard I was getting fired. Where's my check? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like, and the shock of their face of like, what, what are you talking about? Oh, well, you know, your, your favorite little bartender over there who I will tell a story when you guys actually pay us because uh, it involves (laughs) poultry it involves God, all video recordings. <laughs> yeah, that that type of person, poultry and video recordings. We'll just leave it at that. Over there has gone around to the whole bar saying that I was getting fired. So like, where's my check? Like, I wish I would have did that. But, you know, know. we don't we got to be grown ups. And yeah. I mean, if I was like 22, I would have did it. <laughs> right. I hate being an adult. But yeah, no, I totally miss my custom my regular customers. I made friendships there that will obviously continue whether I'm there or not. And that's just what it is. And then my new place, super awesome. Like so much more easy, easy money. Easy money, like basically making the same what I was making, and it's like so much and easier. It's, it's, per, it's more professional, right? Oh yeah, like they have they they're way more organized and like you know it's not like I'm just gonna say my other job made things hard unnecessarily harder you know what I mean because the the owners just couldn't couldn't release any kind of control like they just had to be involved in every little thing and it's like sometimes you know you realize like you hire people so they can do things for you but (laughs) if if you don't let them do them like ah, so yeah What's the point? So, yeah. So, on another episode. But trust (laughs) and believe I will still have stories because in the barely, like, two weeks I've been working there, guys, I'm just going to give you a sneak peek on this. There was a fight that involved glasses being thrown. There was a fall where a guy busted his face and Chelsea had to hold his cheek together. Um, And there was a shooting. (laughs) Chelsea was not it. Chelsea was not on shift the day of the shooting. So I need to cleanse because I feel like I'm breaking the crazy with me. Right. But there'll still be stories. There'll still be stories. Because if you work in the industry, there's always stories. Oh, yeah. Um, besides, to. yeah, yeah. Besides um, that, my my angel on this earth, Dozer, um, got into a little... he. Well, I'm just going to say he got attacked by another dog. Um, He's fine. He's good. Uh, It kind of ripped his cheek. He had to get some stitches and he is a Sharpay. So if anyone knows about Sharpays, they are very crinkly, wrinkly. And like Gordon Ramsay. (laughs) He kind of does look like Gordon Ramsay. But on one side of his face, he he looks like, you know, a supermodel because he got a facelift. Because they had to pull all the skin back because half of his cheek was hanging off. Um, I'll, have to, I'll have to post the photo, Sarah, right? Um, for baby. We won't show the cheek hanging off, but I'll show you the the <laughs> the, the stitched up because his stitches are out on his face. He also got bit on his neck. He had to have these big plastic tubes hanging out of him, so he looked like Frankenstein. Like he had this giant stitchy scar on one side and like tubes coming out of his neck. It was. Ooh, 
emotional. But he's good now. He's lively. He's great. Um, All the tubes and stitches are out. We just hoping the fur grows back nicely. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But what's been happening with you? So basically, a news article came out with Annika Noel. And since she's being brave, I'm going to be brave too. I haven't told you guys this, but I'm doing IVF. If you don't know what that is, I'm trying to have a baby. And the whole experience is like crazy and it's emotional and you have to take all these shots and there's a whole bunch of things that go with it. So it, I haven't been able to record like physically, I haven't been able to record. And then I recently had my surgery to remove the eggs, right? So that surgery was really difficult. So it's just been hard for me. And since Annika was brave and she came out and said, I lost two babies and I want to, you know, tell my story, I figured I should probably tell you guys. Everyone send their good vibes and their better you than me energy at her. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Before you guys ask, I come from crazy people and it skipped me, obviously. So... My eggs are not good. Otherwise, I would have gave them to her. I would have incubated. She could have it all. But I come from crazy, so don't don't think. Better her than me. Better her than me. So that's what's been going on. And that's why I haven't been. It's been so long since we had an episode. Um, yeah. It's just been crazy. And yeah. I have to go to New Orleans. So it's taken so much of my time. Because you have to go to the doctor like every other day. It's crazy. That's yeah, that's a lot. Like you can only entertain yourself in a waiting room so much. Right. Yeah, I'm sure your data is like out of control right now. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's just, yeah. it's emotion. Really, yeah, it's really emotional. And then I I read the article and I thought that's so sad. Like mm-hmm. I get where she's coming from, so a lot of times you keep stuff like this a secret just mm-hmm. because it's uncomfortable, you know? Yeah. But yeah, that's what's going on with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I had to take a week vacation, you guys. I was just like, I've been working like crazy person for the last, I don't know how many years. And I was like, I'm going to take a week and chill. Like, like luckily, Working as much as I did, I had a little bit of savings that I could do that. <laughs> but then girl was right back at that work. So oh. I also uh, am on a project at work, too, that's taking a lot of time. Mm. So um, it's just been crazy. I know y'all are probably think- rolling your eyes and are like, excuses, excuses. <laughs> but yeah. I feel like you do, we, I feel like I owe you guys at least an explanation of why it's taking so long, but we're here now and we're going to do this. And we got how many weeks? Like five weeks. Yeah. I mean, I know you guys thought we were super like superheroes and whatnot, I'm sure, (laughs) but we have feelings and emotions and sometimes like life is heavy. (laughs) Yeah. 
But it's cool. We're back now. And like, really, what did we miss, guys? What did we miss? (laughs) (laughs) It has. It's been. It's been pretty good. I mean, we do have some complaints, but when do we not? (laughs) When do we not? When do we not? Right. So yeah, that's all the things I have. Yeah, me too. All right. So enough with the chit chat. On to the recaps. So that brings us into week one. September 6th through the 10th. So we're going to do it a little bit different, guys. I'm going to break down the week by the highlights. I'm not going to break it down by the day because we just have too much to cover. So here we go. Quinn vowed to stand by Eric, even though he has ED. I was shocked by this. But not really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of crazy because he was like hidden in a bush, like chill, like listening to her and Shauna get into it. But she was saying all the right things, you know, and he pops out of the bush and Shauna instantly lies. And can we all just admit at this point that Shauna is a liar? Yes. Like, <laughs> like she just instantly started lying. And it's like, girl, like, I know you're trying to cover for Quinn and whatnot, but, like, come on. <laughs> like, you literally heard everything. So, we'll agree that Shauna's a liar. Thank you. And, uh, okay. I wasn't surprised that Eric has ED because we all knew that something was going on. We called it. Right. Quinn... Standing by by him and all of this stuff. Okay. Okay. Sure. Because that's the right thing to do, right? But when he called Carter to come over, I was like, where, what, what, where are we what? going with this? What? Yeah, I was like, what? What? Yeah, he's like, text him to join them. And so he walks in and Quinn's kind of like, uh, what are you doing here? Yeah, and they're both kind of, like, shocked. Like, what does Eric want? Yeah. And like, he just tells him. He's like, look, bro, I got ED. Yeah. Like, this is what it is. Yep. He lets him in on the big secret. Then, if you guys remember, because <laughs> I know this is a while back, we're, we're going to go back over. Well, not back, but we're going to head over to Steffi's. And do you remember that Sheila just passed out onto the floor oh gosh yeah so she snuck in again and finn's telling her you gotta leave you gotta leave you gotta leave and she fake passes out on the ground (laughs) she smiles too but this this wasn't cool because when finn was on the phone with 911 he was calling her his mom and then he even says like hang in there mom helps on the way like mm, not good not good and she like does a smirky smile like he 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 that was the end of last week and like so we pick up there like he's trying to get her to the hospital he thinks it's real and i'm like bro total monet you're way too close like you got to back up to see like she is faking right and of course he's a doctor so he he rushed they rush her to the hospital 
He calls Steffi, okay? Finn does mm-hmm. call Steffi immediately and tells her what's going on. And she's like, oh, come on. It's fake. She's faking. And I'm I'm like, <laughs> yeah. she may be, okay? But remember, he doesn't know her like that, right? So he's a doctor. Of course he's going to do the right thing. You know? Mm-hmm. Like... What did I say? Last episode, I said, if he goes bedside. (laughs) He did say that. Then this is no good. And he went full bedside. Calling her her mom upside down and backwards. Get out of here. Stop calling her mother. This made me so angry, guys. It made me so angry. Paris and Zenday are having like they're just talking, they're doing their little flirty stuff they do. Okay. I and think then, it's flirting. Is it flirting? I don't even know. Right. Like pretending you're jealous is that is that flirting nowadays? I'm confused. Because that's annoying to me. I'm right. I'm so glad I'm not single. <laughs> I'm sorry, world. <laughs> oh. Sorry, I forgot one little thing. Of course, Steffi takes off to go to the hospital. Okay, so we're at Forrester now. And as soon as Paris hears that Finn is at the hospital with Sheila, she comes. Did you see how quick she came up with an excuse and just took off? I was like, that was so obvious. Okay, Mm -hmm. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I know, because when she was talking to she was when she was talking to Zenday, like she literally says, like, no one's perfect, but Finn's pretty close. Like, what are you doing, girl? What mm-hmm. are you doing? I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> At this but point. yeah, she totally follows. She know, says she has weird. like a conference call and like takes off. Yeah, she has to go see Finn at the hospital, which is so inappropriate. And Brooke oh, she picked just up on it a little. What? Yeah, Brooke, Brooke was like, wait, what's happening? <laughs> she picked up on a little something, something. Uh, Brooke does notice things. You got to be careful because she does. Mm-hmm. So I was like, really, Paris? Like, ugh, okay, whatever. She's his friend. Whatever. Okay. At the hospital, Finn is in this tug of war, okay? Because Sheila's pretending to be sick, right? Well, she she like she fake woke up, and they start like having a conversation. And this is where you can really see that Sheila can act because she's like, "Oh, my son, my son, is that you?" So they start talking, and while they're talking, like. She lets him know, like, like my, like she has his text messages. Like she, she has the emoji, just like we freaking said. Like, why would oh, you send a heart emoji? She just had to. Like, she could not wait to tell Steffi about that emoji. Yeah, she was just Steffi waiting. gets there. Ooh, Steffi gets there, and she's like, she's faking. This is BS. No, no, no whatever and like Sheila shows her like no he does love me look look it I know Terry's like and Mm -hmm. this is not even real I was like oh it's real 
Mm-hmm. She gave dagger eyes to Finn. I oh my gosh, if looks could kill. Mm-hmm. And Finn is in the middle. Okay, so Steffi's yelling at him. She's a fake. She's a lie. Blah blah. And then Sheila is acting all pitiful. And then she's saying, "Don't, don't let her do this. I've changed all of this stuff, right? That you would yeah. want to hear if that was your mom." Okay, so so it's like, oh, I really felt bad for him because that's tough. Okay, they're like pulling him back and forth, but ultimately he did the right thing. Yeah, but I was oh, I was sus for a second. I was like, yeah. in these moments, I was re- I was like, kick him out, kick him out, <laughs> like. <laughs> Because I didn't believe it because like his facial expressions, he doesn't say anything. He just and then he makes these like puppy dog faces and stuff. And I'm just like, mm, I don't trust him. He weak. Mm. Well, I, I feel like. Steffi is not being fair. He should be able to have one. It's too late anyway. Like she's already obsessed. Let him have a conversation with the woman and ask the questions he wants to know. Get it out of his system and be done with it. Because that is bothering him, okay? Which we will find out later on. Yeah. (sighs) All right. Here's the thing. (laughs) Whenever Finn decides that he's going to, he has to take Steffi's side, period. He's taking her side. They're going to leave. Mm-hmm. You know, she was faking. Yeah, she all the tests so come back normal. Angry. Huh? The tests all come back normal to where even the other doctor was like, mm, how well you know this lady? Yeah. <laughs> I know that doctor was funny. Um, yeah, it's like, okay, all right. Sure. When, he, okay, when they walk out, though, she gets so mad. She just throws a fit. And she has that Sheila look that she does. And I'm like, oh, crap. And she just throws everything. Like, she just pushes everything off of the table. Yeah, she gets, like, a vain, bulgy forehead. Like, ah! Yeah, and I was like, why couldn't Finn see that? Because she's too smart for that. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, she snapped in that moment. She was like, damn it. That's how the week ended. Yep. I mean, I couldn't get a read on Finn's face in the end because I was like, is it an eye roll? But like, also he, you know, he like is worried. I don't know. Like it was, I couldn't read his face sometimes and it makes me mad. But the scene of the week. So we're both kind of about this one. I want to give it to Eric popping out of the planter because, you know, I love a good, I love a good cracking the door that isn't quite a door <laughs> but amanda she loves it when sheila snaps and smacks everything off of her little like uh tv tray thing <laughs> yeah we gotta give this this week too i think because i i like both of those yes yes so that brings us into week two september 13th through the 17th all right Quinn and Carter eh. were shocked at Eric's offer. 
Okay. Everyone was shocked. We're shocked, right? Yeah, because, okay, so we didn't get into it last week, but I was like, when he called Carter over, I was like, oh, my gosh, is he going to do, like, send them on their way, like, they get to do rendezvous stuff, or does he, like, want to be there? Like, how how freaky is B&B about to get with this? Right. But he says, like, you know, you guys do you. I'm not going to watch. <laughs> you do you, and then I'll be here. And like, then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So basically, Eric wants Quinn and Carter to still have sex. Okay. But mm-hmm. he wants them to try to keep, I feel like he wants them to try to keep some of their feelings in check. Like, I don't know. It's very confusing what he wants. And then, he wants them to keep it physical, not emotional. Right. But that's not, he. they already care about each other, which shocks yeah. me because he says he knows that. And I'm like, what, what, what are you doing, old man? Yeah. It's a bad idea. Yeah. Um, every, they're like saying, no, what are you talking about? Quinn's crying. She's like, are you crazy? So we're over at Forrester and the Logan sisters, of course, are gossiping. We've got Brooke. We've got Katie. We got, hi, Donna. And this was kind of upsetting to me because they're pumping Donna up, talking about Eric and stuff. She starts crying and reminiscing, honey bear, this and that. But like, okay, guys, doesn't Brooke hate Quinn because Quinn manipulated and pushed Shauna to be with Ridge. So like Eric's kind of married to Quinn and you're kind of like pushing Donna on Eric. And I don't see the difference. (laughs) Good point. Good point. Right. But you know, talk about that. Okay. Talk about that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then also, ew, the Spencer brothers are, Tapping their near beers, hanging out in the cabin. Oh yeah, (laughs) (laughs) they're cute. They're they're nice to look at though. Yeah, no, they were being fine. Whatever. Like Wyatt's just relieved he doesn't have to, you know, worry about anyone right now. (laughs) Right. I don't know about you guys, but I'm ready for some Wyatt and Flo. I want to see something exciting. Like, something interesting with them. Well, I don't know. Maybe Wyatt will be Paris's next infatuation. Oh, God. <laughs> she's, she's working her way through the office. Yep. In her mind, luckily. In her mind. <laughs> uh. Uh. So, then Eric shows up to work. Right? Uh. And yes. Oh my, he gets so aggravated uh, with Brooke and Ridge. Yeah, because they're being, oh my God, they're being so, so much. Yes. Like, Brooke, <laughs> back off. Like, Brooke got Eric to the point that Eric yelled at her. Yeah, that's rare. Yeah. That, like, never happened. I know. And then, like, it's just crazy, like, the way Ridge was talking to Eric. Because I'm like, um, excuse me, Ridge, you just forgave Brooke for making out with Bill. Like, that was barely a handful of stories ago. Like, (laughs) give me a break. I don't know. 
It's just them two are should not be. They should not be the face of this campaign. Let's just say that. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Like Katie. Okay, Katie. Katie can be a voice of reason, va- sympathy, understanding. Them two. Excuse me. How many times have you guys cheated on each other? Give me a damn break. Now, I will say this. In their defense, Chelsea's going to be like, no, uh-uh. But in their defense, Eric looks so miserable and sad. Like, he just got back with his wife. He should be super happy. But he, he looks miserable and sad. And they can't, it's driving them crazy because they can't figure it out. Because you know how they are. They have to know everyone's business. Yeah, see, I don't like that. Like, if I want to talk about something, I'll talk about it. If I don't, then I don't. And someone pressuring me would make me go crazy. I know. Poor thing. Yeah, I mean, we know what's going on. But, I mean, uh, they're they're being too much, though. They are being too much. Yeah, they are. They are. He's a grown-ass man. Like, if he wants to tell you, he'll tell you. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. Um, and then Eric does something. I don't know if you want to skip ahead yet. But Eric sends Quinn to Carter's apartment with a note like we're in high school, which was hysterically funny to me. Yeah, he gives her an envelope and he's like, take this to Carter's. And she's like, uh. And I was thinking, I'm like, is it a confidentiality agreement? Yes, that's exactly (laughs) what I thought. I thought it was an NDA. Yeah. A non-disclosure agreement for you layman's. I just knew it was that. I was like, oh, you go. Yes. He's going to protect me. Right. I know. Be smart. At least be smart. But no, it was just like a note that just said, tonight is your night or something. Even when I have sex with my wife, check yes or no. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was a little more eloquent than that. But yeah, it was that. Because initially, Eric had like been like, you can have her. And he just went upstairs. And they were downstairs. And they were like, uh, what? Like, this is weird. So they didn't end up doing it. But now she's at his door with this envelope. Like, I have a permission slip. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to see here all fast. (laughs) Right? All right. Uh, Meanwhile, while all this is going on at the Cliff House, they got baby fever. They're talking about Sheila. Uh, Liam and Hope pop over for a little a little a little visit and <laughs> when they're talking about it like they bring it up like okay guys what's been going on like they bring up the whole Sheila thing and Finn's face when Steffi says Sheila fake passed out like yeah. he made a face and Hope and Liam caught it mm-hmm. and they were like oh awkward yeah yeah so because anyways Hope, Hope gets it yeah. Because she has this, she has the same situation. No one wants her to have anything to do with her real dad. So it's like I feel like she kind of can a little bit understand. 
don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah. And so it was weird. Whatever. They leave. And uh, uh-uh. Steffi and Finn uh-uh. are like making out like happy sexy mm-hmm. time. And Paris like walks in and just is like staring. Like, lurking. I don't know. She's if lurking. I, if I walked lurking. in and my roommates were making out, I would either make a loud announcement that I was there like, get a room, weirdos. Or I would have just been like, whoop, and turned around and went the other way. Like, she just yes, stood there like, normal people do. <laughs> you would, That's what you do. That's like common courtesy. You don't stand there and watch. Well, she stood there and watched. She's always lurking around Finn mm-hmm. whenever Steffi's not, not there. You mm-hmm. notice that? Yeah, and she will not drop the Sheila issue. She keeps bringing it up, keeps bringing it up. Oh, uh, she, don't you know? She just wants to be his friend. She wants to support him and help him as a friend, of course. Of course. And then 10 minutes later, she's fantasizing about kissing him. Okay? Yep. Good as weird nipples. <laughs> sure, sure. Just a friend. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. That's how that weekends. That's it for week two. Did well, yeah. What did I miss? Uh, nope, that's it. Yeah, so the scene of the week on that one, we're just going to say that it's Eric's indecent proposal. Yes, definitely. Because I was shocked, shocked. I'm not going to lie. Everyone was shocked. So shocked that they like, didn't uh, even immediately start making out. That's how shocked they were. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely shocked. It's very un-Eric-like. Yeah, but desperate times, desperate measures, I guess. I, I don't know. I you, don't know. I'm <laughs> conflicted. I'm very conflicted. Yeah. Because I, mean, I get where he's coming from. Um, I do like if even just because I can't do it doesn't mean you should have to live your whole life without being able to do it if you want to. I mean, let's I be realistic. He right. saved his own life. Because we know how this story goes. If Eric wouldn't have told them it was OK to bang, they would have banged anyways. And then they would have got greedy about it. And then they would have got ideas like, well, now we have to off him. So then they would have ended up killing him. They so let him bang. Him. So let him bang. But don't okay. get too close. Yeah, that's see, that's that's a problem because I'm not being judgy. This there's a, I mean, people have this kind of relationship, an open relationship, open marriage, whatever. Like, I'm not judging. If that works for you, I think that's awesome to be honest. But. <laughs> Usually, I could be wrong, but usually you don't, it's not with someone you have actual feelings for. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, That's the thing. Okay, so a little deep dive into Chelsea's life. My mom and stepdad for a period of time were swingers. Nice. And yeah, confessions of a Chelsea. Anyway, um, yeah, it was a crazy time. Anyways, they were meeting up with random people, and I would just be like, all right, just tell me the name of the hotel 
you know, just send me a little blurb of information. Like if you have a phone number for them, an email address and where you're going to be, what time, just so if something happens, I have somewhere to head the police in a direction. Right. Who's the parent here anyway. <laughs> so they started doing that, whatever. They started messing around with one chick consistently. They ended up moving her in. So then it was like a three-way thing going on for a while. And then they booted my mom out. So my mom had to come live with me for like six months because my stepdad was off with the the other chick. And then anyways, the other chick turned out to be nuts. Big surprise. Turned out to be nuts. Whatever. He got sick of her, kicked her out. Then my mom and stepdad got back together. And now they don't do the swinger thing anymore. Wow. So it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't work for everybody. Yeah, no, once it became consistent and they moved her in, that's when it all went downhill. When they were just meeting people off the internet and rendezvous, and it was all fun and games. Right, because there was no emotions. Right. That's that's the problem here, guys. That's the ingredient. That's the problem. (laughs) They said the L word. Yep. And you know what? And and we don't mean licorice. Right. But they didn't tell Eric. See, that's that's really important information that you should have told him. Right. Because he thinks they stopped. He thinks they stopped. Right. Even before her and him got back together, like that it was over when they were about to get a divorce and stuff. He didn't know that they were still seeing each other. Right. He thought that it was over with them. So, yeah, it's not it's not fair to him. They should have told him. Yeah, so he's kind of setting himself up. So we'll see where this goes. But scene of the week, definitely the indecent proposal. Yes, definitely. So that brings us into week three. September 20th through the 24th. So the week opens up with Quinn and Carter. And I don't have to tell you. They decided, since they had a permission slip, that it's okay to do it. <laughs> yeah, right? They were they right to it for like five minutes. Yeah, they're, they're already getting freak nasty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going down. <laughs> it's going down, Chelsea. Yeah. I was going to say something else. And then Ooh. I was like, I better not say that. Okay, guys. Katie decides to pay Eric a visit, and she has a very sweet way about her, and she gets him to open up a little bit. Yeah, she's like grills him, but grills him in a nice way. Yeah, and he doesn't come. He doesn't tell her everything right then, Mm -mm. but he does open up. She gets him to open up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, so they get freak nasty, whatever. Quinn comes home. I hope she took a shower. I don't know, whatever. She crawls into bed and Eric's like laying there and he like asks her like, so did you do it? And she's like, oh, Eric, I'm so sorry about that. And he's like, no, 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 I wanted you to. It's cool. Yeah, he's like, no, I want you to tell me. And I was like, ooh, okay. Yeah, and I was kind of like, how much does he want to know? I'm still trying to get this freak angle. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's a little 
Ooh, sideways, but I want it to get freaky. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna get freaky, you might as well get freaky. Yeah, I want all three X's, please. <laughs> but yeah, it was kind of weird. It was wild. I was just like, okay. And then the next day, like Eric calls Carter over to have a conversation because he lays down the law. He's like, never consider her yours right too late bro too late see that's the problem right there is the problem (laughs) because he already kind of does i'm sorry he said the l word people that's a big deal to say the l word to somebody yeah but you know he stands his ground he tells him like that's my wife that is my wife Yeah, he does. But yeah, meanwhile, Quinn's over there spilling the beans to Shauna. I'm like, this is not going to stay a secret. There is no way, no how. Like, we already know how they are. Like, they're going to be googly and eyeing each other at the office, of course. And obviously, it's already written all over Quinn's face because Quinn's in a great mood and Eric's over here about to cry at any second. Like, people are going to catch on. Yeah. Annoying. I agree. It's like, Come on, guys. (laughs) Oh, gosh. So Ridge decides that he needs to bring Justin in. Which he does. As his private investigator. Well, no, he doesn't. (laughs) He doesn't, but he, he does for himself, but he doesn't need to. But in a way, this is good because, remember, we thought he was going to use Justin in the Bill angle. And we thought that Brooke doesn't know about the whole Justin angle. And we thought we were going to go down that rabbit hole. So I'm happy to say that Brooke does know that they have a Justin in the pocket. So we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, she he did tell her. So we're cool on that. Yeah, that part. That part. But no, like, mm, because Carter and Quinn, they're over there in the office. And I caught a line that Quinn said. She said, like, you know, this is important to Eric. But more importantly, we want this. Mm -hmm. I was like, girl, Mm -hmm. please don't murder Eric. (laughs) She better not. She did try to murder her last husband. So let's hope she doesn't try to murder Eric. Right. And um, Paris can't stop fantasizing about Finn. And at least, at least she like comes to her senses a little bit, I think, because she can't stop fantasizing about him. So she decides that she needs to move out. It would be best for her to move out. And I was like, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so there was like saying that. There was a whole thing, and they're like sitting. Him and Steffi both are like telling her how amazing she is. Da 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 da. Yeah, and she's the best thing ever. Everybody he, thinks that. Yeah, and then she started kind of fantasizing again, and I'm just like, oh. So she was like, you know what? I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad because she realizes like this is not good. <laughs> Yeah. That's why I was like, girl, you have Zenday, who is handsome and sweet 
and mm-hmm. is really into you and he's single, like, come on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now we're back at Forrester. Ridge and Ridge is grilling the hell out of Eric and Brooke and Katie are there. And Eric says, you know what? I'm tired of hearing you guys. You know what, Katie? You're a nice person. Would you like to have dinner with me tonight? Katie was like, uh, okay. And he was like, cool, I'm out. So Ridge sends the message to Justin to keep an eye on Quinn. Quinn leaves the office. Where does she go? Knock at the door. Straight to freaking Carter's house. So she's like, here I am for my booty call. Let's roll. So they're getting all freaky. <laughs> right? Freaky. And Justin follows her. Meanwhile, at the cliff house, Steffi and Finn are like, whoa, that was weird. Paris is just going to leave. Okay, well, uh, Finn's like, can I like go surfing, though? And Steffi's like, you're lucky I have a business call. Go surfing. And he's like, okay, bye. Dun, dun. Sheila pops oh in the back gosh. door. Dying. Again. I would, okay, Stephanie's standing there, right? Mm-hmm. And she's doing something. Was she on her phone or something? Yeah, because she's she, making her business call. Business, business, right. business. Deals, and deals, she, deals. <laughs> she doesn't know it. Right? Yeah. So I, as soon as I saw the door slide and open, I was like, oh no. Oh, no. I know who this is. Right? But then, whew, cuts back. And we're back with Carter and, you know, Quinn. They're getting freaky. They're in the bed. Blankies are flying. And I'm like, okay, is Justin just going to take pictures? Is he going to bust in? What's going to happen? Because I'm thinking he's going to draw this out, right? Like, he's going to get the info for Ridge, bring it back to Ridge so Ridge can be the one to bust him, right? That's what I'm thinking. No, Justin flings open the bedroom door and is like, what are you doing? And that's how yeah, I, I was shocked by that. <laughs> I agree with you. I thought he was going to take photos because they obviously aren't trying to hide anything. They have windows open and everything. I thought yeah, he was going to take photos, you know. <laughs> Some, I thought he was going to draw it out like that it would, you know, go for a bit. But no, he just busted right in there. I was like, dang. And he was like, that's it. You're busted. Boom. Done. But then when that kind of happened, I was like, okay, because that was a Friday. So, of course, I had all weekend to ponder. I didn't wait until last week to watch all of this. I totally watched it in real time. Anyway, um, no, I was sitting there. I did ponder on it. Okay, so I was pondering. I'm like, oh, is he going to hit them up for money? Like, all right, well, Ridge is offering me my freedom. What are you guys offering me to keep this a secret? So then I was like, oh, maybe it's going to go that way. You know? Yeah. Because, I mean, That's how he getting money now? I mean, maybe he was true. a smart man and had investments. Oh, wow. I didn't even think of that because that he is shady. That would have right? been a good a good idea, right? That would have been funny. Because I'm like, like how is he going to make money now? Bitcoin? Come on. Right. So, yeah. Well, that would have been cool, though. Yeah. But and instead, they're like, oh, no, it's not what you think. And he's like, I literally just saw you with my own eyes. Like, yeah. police. Yeah. But the scene of the week, okay, we're tied again guys it was a double cliffhanger justin busting in and sheila sneaking in 
Double cliff. But anyway, Double scene cliff. of the week. Yeah. <laughs> what is the scene of the week? So it could be Eric laying down the law like the man that he is. That is my lady. You can poke her, but you can't love her. Or Justin busting in. I mean, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? We can't decide. Oh, it's got to be a tie, I think, because they their faces were amazing. Like, they was priceless. He scared the crap out of them. Yeah, true story. They did not see that coming. Nope. Yep, tie again. Yeah, because Sheila sneaking in was amazing. I'm like, really? Really? Like, what uh, are you doing? <laughs> she is really crazy. She's relentless. So that brings us into week four. September 27th through October 1st. Ooh, spooky month. True. The week opens on Monday in Carter's bedroom. Quinn and Carter are in complete shock. Mm-hmm. And Justin's like kind of chuckling. And he says, oh, I see. You're still having sex with a boss's wife. And I was like, ooh. Ooh. Yeah. (laughs) They're they're like, like, what are you doing here? Like, who sent you? Why are you here? What's going on? Because they're like, why would Bill send you here? And he's like, I don't work for Bill no more. Yeah. He's like, it was Ridge who sent me here. And they're like, oh, crap. He's like, yeah, I ain't going to play this game with you guys. It was Rich. <laughs> like, yeah, and he's like, they're like, oh, crap. You can't tell anybody. You can't tell anybody. And he's, he's like, like huh. He's like, eh, why would I not tell anybody? Who the hell are you to me? Nobody. All right, then. Ridge gives him freedom, guys. Hello. And they're, they're, uh, okay. So they're trying to tell him without telling him. Okay. Yeah. They're trying to explain that it's okay, like Eric knows it's okay, that type of thing, right? But they don't want to really say Eric's business. So they're like, look, if you say something, he'll be humiliated, da-da-da. And he's not really buying this. Yeah, no. Because he's like, he mm. thinks they're just trying to get out of it. But at the same time, like, if they're telling you, like, no, he's okay with it, I mean, that's obviously easy, verifiable, but... Now that I think and I'm saying that, every dude that has lied about cheating probably was like, I'm not cheating. Call him. You can ask her if you want. And that's why you get those crazy phone calls from chicks. And they're like, why are you talking to my man? I'm like, what? <laughs> just right. me? Is that a just me thing? So while that's going on, we go back or we go over to Forrester. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ridge is telling Katie about this plan, right, to have uh, Justin, of all people, um, following Quinn and how it's this great idea because they're going to keep Eric from being heartbroken. Yeah, Katie was super shocked, but Ridge convinces her it's a good idea. Yeah, she she was like, oh, I don't know if this is a great idea. I know, because he's like, he seems upset all the time. Well, um, I don't know, Ridge, maybe because every time he sees you, you grill the hell out of him. Maybe you're one of the things that's upsetting him all the time. 
And because they just don't understand. Like Ridge is like, I don't get it. He he's like, she's obviously doing something, okay? Because she's never home now. And yeah. uh, I just think that's sad. But you're right. Katie was kind of like, this doesn't sound good. Now we go to Steffi's house. Oh, yeah. Steffi's yelling, get out. Because Steffi turns around and she's like scared. Like she legit jumps. She's like scared. And uh, I was like, oh, crap. And of yeah. course, of course, Sheila just wants to see her grandson. <laughs> and she's like, I don't think so. Yeah, no, I don't know why Steffi was not calling 911. But there was a moment where Steffi was like, you get out of here. You need to leave, da, da, da. And Sheila's like, 1,000, one, two, three, or what? What are you yeah. going to do? I'm like, oh. Yeah, it was amazing. Amazing when she said that. But it was crazy because she was like, is the baby in there? And she goes kind of like she's going to walk towards the nursery. And Stephanie's like, "Uh uh-uh. And she runs over there to like protect the door. And they keep, Mm. they're arguing back and forth. And yeah, she goes for the nursery and Steph blocks her like, no. Yeah. I was like, oh, crap. They're about to get down. But then it goes back over to Carter and Quinn and Justin. And Quinn's begging Justin. And he wants to know why. And I'm like, Quinn, just freaking tell him. Just tell him. Like, what else is he going to say? He's going to go back to Ridge and say, oh, yeah, uh, I followed her. She's, She's doing hot yoga now. Like, what? Right. Like, what story is he going to go back with? He's going to tell them. Okay, so now we head back to Forrester. Mm. And Ridge is, like, all Ridge. You know how he is. He's just being so Ridge. Because he hasn't heard from Justin yet. I guess Justin should have been wearing a body cam or something. (laughs) And then, of course, Eric walks in, and he wants to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And they don't, of course, he's not going to tell him what he's doing. He starts He starts again. Well, what's going on with you and Quinn? Don't worry about it. Yeah, but he, Eric's like, what are you two up to? Because obviously they're doing something. And Katie's all like, oh. You know, Eric does tell him, though. He's like, look. I know exactly where Quinn is and what she's doing. So yeah. drop it. He drop let it, it slip because he says they have an arrangement. And Ridge yeah, is like, yeah. what? What? What arrangement? What arrangement? Mm-hmm. So he kind of slipped a little on that. But he tells Katie, he's like, Katie, let's get out of here. And Katie's like, oh, but I want to find out what happens with Justin. Oh, Not crap. Right? <laughs> 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 like, you got to text me as soon as you know something, okay? <laughs> right? She's like, text me. I'll have my phone. Yeah. <laughs> so that was great. Uh, okay, here we go again. Across the hall in the design office. Mm. Zenday and Paris are kissing. Yeah, and Zenday asked her. So 
He asks her though, like, hey, so um when are you moving out? And then she tells him, Well, just so you know, uh just so happens I decided I'm moving out today. And then he asks her why now? Like, uh, weren't you just the one asking her when is she gonna move out? And then you're like, Oh wait, you're moving out right now? But why? They right. are so weird. They are. They, um, they confuse me very much, though. But he's always nice to her, though. And he's like, I support you and everything you you do. And you're I wonderful. I'm sensing some weirdness only because, listen, listen. So when she was being all like, so what are we like? Do to do. Remember, he was like kind of pushing her away. Well, now that she's being all not really there, you know what I mean? Because she's like in love with Finn in her head and like taking off all the time and not super available to him. Now, all of a sudden, he's like sprung on her. True. So that is true. Like, what's going on with that? Definitely all realized he likes her a lot more than he was. Well, yeah. The other day, wasn't he asking her to move in with him? Yeah, he was actually, <laughs> which was weird. Which was like a day or two after he told her, like, we're not official anything. <laughs> like, I don't know. It, I can't understand them. Me neither. Now, the now we stuff. head back to Carter's Loft. Okay. Oh, not the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Justin is still not buying this story. They keep they they really do keep trying to like dance around it. Mm-hmm. But they end up having to tell him. Mm-hmm. Because they're taking a gamble. Like maybe he just maybe he'll he'll keep it a secret. And maybe I'm he'll like, have he some... is not gonna keep it a secret, dude. Yeah, like some empathy, some sympathy, some emotion. Yeah, I'm sure this lawyer who's been working for Bill for the last like twenty years has all of that. Right. Yeah, he has so much compassion. Mm. So they don't know. Here's the thing, right? When he actually leaves, they still don't know what he's doing. Like they're they're just standing there freaking out because they don't know if he's going straight to Ridge or if they got through to him or what. So over in the cliff house, woo, um, Sheila and Steffi are still fighting. She's, you're never going to see your grandson. Steffi pushes her. Again. Yeah. She needs to. Steffi puts her hands on people. Like, come on, girl. Yeah, she ain't playing. And then I forgot to mention earlier, she did say something that I wanted to uh, mention. <laughs> that was and smooth. I was like totally went out of my brain and I was and I, I was thinking oh I'm gonna say it and now I forgot again oh that's so aggravating um it was something that Steffi said to her though and I was like oh wow I'll think of it and then I'll tell you <laughs> so they're fighting of course and Finn walks in Yup, they're yelling. Steffi's yelling at her, get out. And Finn finally comes back from surfing and he's like, Whoa, what are you doing here? Yeah. But it's like Sheila was like, Oh, I want Finn to tell me. And Finn tells her, You gotta go. 
Yeah. You, you gotta go. But I'm like, and okay, Finn's there now to block her. Steffi, call the police. All of this should be being documented. So when she does do something super crazy, you have a trail. She's broken into her house three times. None of these times have you called the police. Right. And I just thought about it. This is what I meant to say. They say it, I believe, two times. Sheila got past the guard. And I'm like, there is an actual guard at the gate. Okay. Oh yeah. How is this lady keep getting in? You need to hire better guards. Okay. You need a guard for your actual house, not your right? complex or whatever it is, a state. I don't know. Whatever. You I don't need know. One the word. for your sliding glass door and your front door. How about that? For real. But they do need to be calling the police. Like, come on, you guys. I know. And then she's begging, and yeah, Finn tells her she's gotta go. Like she's causing trouble and it just, it's not going to work out. She's got to go. Yeah. She's laying it on thick. And then of course she watches through the window, which is freaky. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She leaves and she's back in the damn bush. (laughs) Yeah. And then there's a little scene between Justin and Ridge. So Justin arrives at Forrester and Ridge is like, I demand to know right now what's going on. You know, Ridge is. Like, I really wonder, how would Ridge feel if people judged and reacted the way him and Brooke have been reacting every time they cheated on each other? If they grilled him for months afterwards, like, you took her back, but she cheated. No, everyone's always been like, oh, you took her back. That's good. You're in love. Like, what? <laughs> Y'all, it's destiny. Chelsea, don't you know? It's destiny. Mm. Oh, sorry. Thought that was a stripper. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, back at Carter's. Mm. Still freaking out. (laughs) Yeah, oh, they're completely freaking out. And he's wishing that he would have went after Justin. But then what, like, what good would that have done? Yeah. And do what? Tackle him? Like. Right. Like, it's just not going to. It's too late. So back at Forrester, Ridge is yelling at Justin. He wants to know what's going on. Right. And you can tell that Justin doesn't know if he should say or not. Exactly. He's kind of agonizing a little over what to do and then Brooke joins in with the you need to tell us right now okay right now (laughs) right she's all revved up I know and Rich is like if you found out something you better tell us right now and he tells them okay here's what happened I cost them together right Carter's and they're like oh what Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. They're in shock. Yeah, he was like, yeah, they didn't give a crap, dude. The windows were open, everything. <laughs> yeah, he was like, they weren't trying to hide it. Now yeah. we head back to Forrester. Well, now we head to the Forrester mansion. Mm, and Eric is talking to Katie. And he's mm. like, 
I want to have fun tonight and chill, but I don't want to talk about Quinn. And she's like, okay, okay, okay. And then, but then he says, I actually want to talk about Bill. And Katie's like, oh, crap. Right. And we do find out that Will is at boarding school because he begged to go. Apparently. He's like, I didn't even get the hell out of here. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell by this conversation if she plans to take him back or not. It sounds to me like she doesn't know. Yeah, she seems like she don't know. But that's the thing, like, ew. Like, the way she was talking is, like, she, it was up to Bill. Like, it's a choice of Bill's. Like, no, it's your choice, Katie, because she was talking about everything, and she, like, started crying when she says, before Brooke, and then she starts crying, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. And she even said, like, he said Brooke was the love of his life. I know. I was like, daggers. And, like, Eric's telling her, you deserve to be loved. And I was like, she does. Don't be a choice. That's lame. She. It was so sad because she was like, don't I deserve to be the love of someone's life? I was like, oh, my God, that's so sad. Right. She said, I don't want to be the runner-up. I was like, oh. Yeah, she and she said she doesn't think Bill wants to change. So that's that. But then Katie turns it around and starts asking Eric, like, where the hell is Quinn at? (laughs) Well, this is when Eric was starting to tell her. He was like, I want to tell you where she is, but I don't want you to judge me. And Katie's like, what? I wouldn't judge you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because he's like, we've always trusted each other. And he does start to to tell her a little bit. He yeah. says he's done something that he doubts anyone will understand. And he doesn't want to be judged, like you said. And he's on the verge of telling her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Gwen and Carter are still freaking out. Like, I don't know why we had to have three days of them freaking out, but we did. Yeah. We did. But uh, Ridge and Brooke, they're freaking, like, they're crazy, too. They were doing kind of like how Steffi and Hope were doing the other day, where, like, one, one would push one to get all riled up and then calm them down. But while calming them down, they just revved themselves up. And then it was just, like, going back and forth till finally they were like, you know what? We're going to go confront them. And they take off. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. was like, yeah, back at but- Forrester, they're just, like, they're, they won't, they're so riled up, they won't even let him finish the whole story. Like, yeah, he, he doesn't he didn't tell him. get to the, to the Eric has ED part. Because as nope. soon as he said, okay, they had the windows open, this was going on, that was going on, they totally freaked. Yeah, they just woo, it break, exploded, take off, and they go straight to Carter's and bust in. <laughs> yeah, they do. Like, they don't even care. They just bust right in. Yeah. Bridge knocks the door. <laughs> yeah. He knocks and he's like, I know you're in there. And they're like, oh, crap. Oh, crap. 
I know. He's, and he's like, he's how like, could you? Like, oh, crap. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Quinn eye rolls. She's like, he knows. Like, <laughs> Yeah. She's like, you might as well let him in. Yep. Here we go. They're not going to. You know how they are. They're not going to let it go. So just go ahead and open the door. <laughs> Let's get it over with. Mm, yep. Then we go back over to Forrester Mansion where Katie and Eric are still conversating. Katie's like, tell me everything. I won't tell nobody. Yeah, she gets it out of him. Yep, he tells her. He's like, I have ED. And Katie is in shock. Yeah, very much. She's like, dang, I was just about to hook you up with my sister or myself. I'm not really sure where this was going, but wow. Right. <laughs> yeah. She was in the shock like like we were. She felt so bad though. You could see her like it was shock and then instant like like oh I'm so sorry. And he tells her the same thing he's been telling everyone, which is very selfless. It just proves how sweet Eric is. Cause he tells her, Look, just because my sex life is over doesn't mean hers has to be. Like, it's a compromise. Yeah. And, and he's like, it was my idea. And Katie's like, what? Say what now? Yeah, because she was saying like, okay, I understand, but this is not, this is not a good reason. Like this, no, she shouldn't have cheated on you. Da, 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 da. And he was like, no, like I pulled away from her. Like it wasn't her fault. He's like, and now I'm telling them to be together. And she's like, ah, no. I don't care that you're giving her permission. She should still shouldn't be doing it. it. It's just not right. But okay. She does thank him. She says, thank you for trusting me. And then my mind went back. I don't know. Exact. What was it? Who was she talking to? Okay. Because Katie had befriended somebody and they told her. And I remember us being like, okay, are they telling Katie because they know Katie's a blabbermouth or is it because they really trusted Katie? But I don't remember who that was. <gasps> oh, it was the redhead. Oh, Sally? Was it Sally? Yeah, remember when her and Sally and Sally was telling her like, oh, I'm sick. And we were like, oh, she she's telling Katie because she knows Katie's going to tell everyone. So right. instantly my brain went there like, hmm. Does he trust her or does he know she's going to tell everybody? That's a good question. And poor Eric, he's like, so sad and lonely. And he's like, well, I'm exhausted. And he has to go upstairs. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is killing him. Do they not see this is killing him? Mm. Do they not care? And yeah. I, I just got, I just have to say that Brooke put, <laughs> Brooke got a lot of digs. Oh. For yeah. uh, Quinn. Yeah. We go back over to Carter's and the, the allegations and the insults and the dagger eyes are flying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it, it gets so heated that they eventually just are like, Eric knows. Yeah, they're like, Eric knows. He has ED, and they're both like, 
Skirt. Yeah. Wow. And at this point, I'm like, Brooke just wants to be mad because she's like, no, 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 that isn't happening. No. Meh, meh, meh. <laughs> and then like she's like Quinn's yelling at them like he's embarrassed. He's embarrassed. And then she looks at Ridge and she goes, wouldn't you be? And Ridge shut the hell up. He was like, mm-hmm. oh. But then he snaps back out of it and starts being a dick again. Yeah, because they're they're they think she's lying. They're like, you're just making up a story to try to get out of this. Yeah, they know want he us hell. to go tell Eric. Yeah, Brooke is losing her damn mind. She is just she cannot she cannot take it. She like Ridge has to like grab her multiple times. Like it was had <laughs> hold her back. <laughs> So they're then they okay, so they're mad. All right, so they leave. Okay. They go back to Forrester. And they walk in and Brooke slams the slams her purse on the desk. And Katie's like, what's wrong? Yeah, for way, some reason Katie didn't Katie go home. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I just said, why is Katie back at work? Right? Like, she lives next door. Why wouldn't she have just gone home? Right. But no, she, apparently she went back to work. So, Brooke busts in and starts telling Katie the whole story. And Katie's just kind of standing there like, um, uh, uh, well, uh, kind of, um. Yeah. Doesn't and she say something like, for once in her life, Quinn is telling the truth or something yeah, like that? Yeah. Meanwhile, oh Quinn races home and tells Eric or starts to tell Eric what happened and Ridge busts in. <laughs> and he is such a little shithead. Right. Hand in his pocket, talking his crap. I'm like, boy. And Eric is like, I told her to. Yeah, Why? it was like, what? <gasps> it was like, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So Brooke and Ridge both are just like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, he's like, I uh, told her to be with Carter. Say what now? (laughs) And they're like, we know that Quinn's doing this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but he was like, when he said that, I told her to be with Carter, they, they were like, what? Huh? Oh my goodness. That was that, funny. Yep. All right, guys. We're on Friday. This is Yay, when I'd it. like to say it got good. Mm. <laughs> it mm. kind of did, but Eric. Oh, I felt so bad for Eric. Yeah. So Brooke and Katie, it starts off for, at Forrester with Brooke and Katie. And Katie is like, yes, he did. And Brooke cannot believe it. She's like, nope. She's done. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Same with Ridge and Eric. Ridge is like, "Mm -mm. nope. Even though you're telling this straight out of your mouth to my face. Nope. (laughs) Here's. Okay. This is bothering me. Let me just say this because it's bothering me. I am getting worried that they're going to try to do a Katie. Eric thing. And I'm telling you right now that will infuriate me because that would be the same thing that Brooke did to her. Yeah. I just I mean, don't feel like just she would do that. Donna up. Right. 
because she because Brooke says, uh, Katie, Eric needs you. He really does. And I was like, oh, God, what is this? What is this? <laughs> yeah. Like, get off this old man, please. You don't need the son, the brother, the uncle, too. <sighs> and, oh, my God. The nerve of Rich. He literally says, you need to get your stuff and get out of here and go. Because he just don't believe this was Eric's idea. Even though oh, yeah. Eric's telling him it's his idea. He's still yeah. like, nope. She convinced you to do this. Yeah, he's fully trying to kick him out. Yeah, he is. Like, and, I'm all rid. You don't live there no more. <laughs> like, and he, yeah, he's like, she needs to go. Yeah, but uh, Eric was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I think you're the one who needs to leave. Hmm. But this is when it got too much. Like, it, I was literally crying because. This is the whole thing. And now I get it because I was so upset. It is not. Okay. He loves Quinn. Don't get me wrong. He does. But after all the stuff she's done, I feel like he, maybe he can't, maybe he has ED because of her. Like, maybe if they did break up and he got with someone new, all the stress would go away and maybe no. it would come back. That's not how it works. Work. That's not how it works. I thought that could be stress induced. Mm. Not all the time. I mean, of course, it's also caused by chemicals and, um, you know, like, I'm not chemicals, but hormones and stuff like that. But, like, I thought that that also can be affected by a guy's um, stress. You know what? I'll have to look it up because now I'm not sure. But anyway, my point is it would be difficult to be with her after all this stuff. Yeah, it would be, but I don't think that's it. No, the sad part of the whole thing is that he's really staying with her. So he doesn't have to be alone. Yeah. He goes. So upset. Because Ridge got him to that level. That he said the truth. Yeah. He was like you're gone. The kids are gone. Everyone's gone. I'm just here alone. And Ridge was such a little ass. Because he was just like. What? You're not alone. Meh. Like. It's like, bro, he was not even listening. He was not even listening. Like, he would randomly kind of cry and calm down a little bit, but then he would just be like, no, no, no. Like, oh, it was the worst. And then he called, he was like, you need to take that horrendous portrait down and kick her out. I'm like, ooh. And it, it w- the whole thing was so sad to me because he said, so the whole truth is, He doesn't want to be alone. He even said, listen, do you hear that? And it was, he was like, you hear the silence? That's what it's like to be here by yourself. And then Ridge says, though, you don't, you're not alone. Like, you have us. But, uh, see, it makes me feel sad. 
because he's doing all of this because he doesn't want to be alone. It's mm-hmm. not even because he wants to be with Quinn. It's because he doesn't want to be alone. And I mm-hmm. find, oh my God, that broke my heart. It broke my heart when he told him, he was like, I hope this never happens to you. And I was just like, oh, it's hereditary. Oh, they're not related. Never mind. It broke my heart. Yeah, it was emotions. Didn't like it. So now we head over to the cabin. And And these two, uh, like I said earlier, these two have a lot in common. So um, let me just say, um, I don't feel Liam and Steffi being together alone is ever a good idea but Steffi and Liam apparently are on a a date out with um what is her name Kelly Kelly yeah sorry (laughs) they're on a little family date with Kelly yeah and Hope even tells Finn she's like yeah it helps that Steffi's with you so thanks buddy (laughs) like Uh oh And they start, they're just chit-chatting and stuff. And then they start talking about um, Sheila. Yeah. And Hope tells him, she's like, no judgment. She didn't say she wasn't going to tell nobody. She just said she wouldn't judge. (laughs) Right. And she, she's like, of all the people to have as your birth mom, it's Sheila. And he's like, yeah. (laughs) He just looks at her like, yeah. Now we head, now we head over to Sheila's hotel room this was weird very (laughs) she's so upset she just keeps talking to the photo and um she's quite obsessed yeah and then the weird assistant manager guy Keith he like shows up and he kind of like jokingly asks her like sorry hey uh so when are you gonna be checking out and she's like, uh, like, why are you asking me this? Uh, because it's his job, lady. Like, oh no. And then I'm like, is she not paying for the room? Like, I don't understand what's going on here. But like, what is the what is up with that dude? He's it's strange because he's like acting like they're friends almost. Because he said, you know what you should do? You should just reach out to your son anyway. Just leave the wife out of it. Right. Yeah, I'm like, it was weird. I'm like, mind your business, Keith. Right? <laughs> like what? But then he he like touched her arm. Yeah. She was all like, all like, I don't know, all I don't know. She made like a face, and I was yeah. like, oh no. Yeah, You're that's why I was like, uh, <laughs> is she not paying for? How is she paying for this room exactly? But I'm sure. I mean, she must have got alimony. She was married to Eric, right? I'm sure he sets sure. his ex ladies up. Probably, probably have, they probably have a standard <laughs> package that you get with all like forced Okay, forces. let's do the calculations. You lasted three months of dating, um, four days of engagement, and six months of actual marriage. That calculates to two hundred fifty-seven thousand dollars. Would you like that in one large sum or four payments or split monthly for the next 35 years? Exactly. (laughs) I'm sure they have that. 
I'm sure. Okay. This next part, everyone's getting a little concerned, I think, about Finn and Hope being friends because they did have a hug at the cabin. They're just talking. And I don't think it's that w- in that kind of way. I really don't. I think they just have stuff in common because they both have parents that they're forbidden to have a relationship with. Yeah, well, Finn shows Hope the text messages. Yes. And Hope's kind of shocked. She's like, uh, don't reply. Like, what are you doing? Blocker. Uh, this isn't good. But then in the end, she just tells him, like, ah, don't worry. It'll all work out. Here's a hug. <laughs> yeah, and she was like, um, yeah. No, you're right. She was. I was going to say she didn't seem that concerned, but it wasn't that. It was just, I think she was just trying to make him feel better, I guess. But the text, oh, my God. It says, never doubt how much I love you, Mom. Yeah. Oh, God. Because he texts, Sheila texts him again while he's sitting there talking to Hope. And Hope's like, uh, is that her? (laughs) Did we conjure her right now? (laughs) Right? And then the very last scene is just a little scene of Sheila in her room. Mm. And she's talking out loud to her phone. She's talking to Finn's photo. Let's just be real. Okay? And she's like, please respond. Please respond. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And that's how Friday ends. It wasn't like a great cliffhanger or anything. No. All right. Yeah, it's hard. Well, I I do like Justin busting in. Or did we use that last time? (laughs) No, that was last week. He was already in this week. I mean, I guess Steffi pushing Sheila. That's always good. Yeah, that was pretty good. And then Sheila being creepy in a bush. I mean, we've given it to that in the past, but... Oh, I know. Eric telling Ridge off was pretty good. But there's yeah. more of that on Monday. Yeah, lots of that. I mean... So... We'll, uh, yeah. I'm going to give it to Steffi for pushing Sheila. Yeah, let's give it to Steffi. So that brings us into week five. October 4th through... The eighth. Ooh, spooky month. Okay, so the week opens at the Forrester Mansion, and Eric and Ridge are yelling at each other because Ridge is just—he won't stop. He will not stop. No, he even told—he told Eric that he—you have no dignity. <gasps> yeah, he was just saying all kinds of stuff. He said. You need to take your ugly picture. If you really love Eric, you'll take your ugly picture off the wall and go and go and and go. Yeah. And get the hell out. That's what I was trying to say. And never come back. Yeah. Rude. Rude. Over at Forrester, Brooke and Katie are gossiping. They can't believe that Quinn would actually do it. Like, like if Eric, their their take is that Eric's 
sad and he's vulnerable and he's hurting and he's in shock because he has this and all of these things. And they think she's being very selfish by sleeping with Carter, even though she has a hall pass or permission. Yeah. Judgy, judgy girls. They wear pink on Wednesdays. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. And also Katie tells her, which is true. That she suspects he's only hanging on to to her because he don't want to be alone. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's true. It is true. Oh, goodness. I feel sorry for Finn <clears throat> because he's all, they're always talking about it. Like, can they just yeah. quit talking about it? So over at the cabin, <sighs> they're talking about Sheila right in front of Finn. I'm like, people. Hold on one second. Okay. Mm, Okay. Choking on my life. Yeah. Yeah. So it was Liam, Hope, Finn, and Steffi. They get back from their little ice cream date. Cheese level. Cheese level 10,000. And then a buzzkill Steffi brings up Sheila. Uh Uh-huh. Meanwhile, over at the damn hotel, Sheila is going crazy talking to her phone, like, text me, text me, text me, text me. And the weird and the weird assistant manager comes back. I don't I can't. I think does he have a thing for her? I can't figure out what's going on. I don't know if he has a thing for her or if he wants her to be his mother. I I don't know. Mm -mm. It's It's weird. And he does I don't know where they're going her. with it. I don't know where they're going with it. Me I'm either. Like, and he, he keeps touching her. And mm-hmm. I'm like, are they going to hook up? Is that where this is going? <laughs> yep. And he's like, you're going to have to get out of your room. But then she sweet talks him. And he's like, I'll see what I can do to get you an extension. Yeah, because she's like, I get what I want. And he's like, yeah, you do. And then I'm like, ooh. Weird. <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm. Um, it was weird. And then back at the cabin, they're still talking about Sheila, which I think is rude. Okay. And it, there's chit chat in between, of course. Yeah. And they decide, okay, they got to go. So they say their goodbyes and everything. And Steffi and Finn leave. No, but okay, so Steffi and Finn are about to leave, and at this point, Liam had already walked away. He had to do something business, I don't know, magazines. Oh, yeah, business, business. Business, business. Anyway. Magazines, magazines, flash, cameras, lights, lights, lights. Anyway, so (laughs) Steffi's like, all right, let's go, and Finn was like, "Uh, okay, I'll be there in a sec, and Steph was like, okay, I'll meet you in the car. Like, yeah, that's not weird at all. Like. Not at all. No one would have thought that was odd. Like, he didn't even say, like, oh, I'll be there in a sec. I have to go to the bathroom real quick. He was just like, I'll be there. I don't yeah. know. It was it was weird. But obviously, I, he needed a reason to stay back. And it was like Hope being like, uh, don't text her back, bro. Whatever you do, don't do it. <laughs> like, yeah. And she's like, I wish you good luck. And he's yeah, like, good, 
he's like, she's like, um, could you please like do whatever you need to do to keep Steffi happy? Cause like, I really enjoy her not trying to sleep with my husband. Okay. Thanks. And then I have the last scene as back at Eric's. Do you have that? Um, well, I have the last scene as the, oh yeah. Yeah. Eric Quinn and Ridge finally, finally Ridge leaves. Yeah, Eric says, go home. Yeah, he finally is like, get out of here. And finally, Ridge leaves. But Eric looks so stressed. Like, he was, like, exhausted. Like, when when Ridge finally leaves, he's just like, oh. Like, he's about to collapse. He was definitely shaken up. And Quinn was also shaken up because she just realized Eric doesn't want to, like, he just said out loud he's keeping her because he don't want to be alone. Like, she looks shook up, too. Yeah, she was like, well, because, I mean, he, like, he was even, like, he even told Ridge, he was like, don't make me say this. And Ridge was like, what, 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 what? And then even after he tells him, he's still like, bah, bah, bah. and he's like, I hope it never happens to you, son. Bah, bah, bah. And then finally. And then he's like, man, your wife's ugly. Bah! And then he was like, you know what? Get the hell out. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. But then we go costume change. It must be the next day. We're at Forrester. And Thomas and Hope are being super awkward. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, so Thomas is like bragging. Like, he's such a weird. Okay, so he's like, I stayed up all night drawing it and then redrawing it and da 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 da. And then Hope looks at his drawing and she's like, mm, I guess it's okay. And he's like, really? And she's like, no, it's amazing. Ha ha ha. And then she's like, I could tell you put a lot of effort into it. No, duh. He just told you he stayed up all night. What gave you the first clue? <laughs> like, he did. He came in there like he was on speed or something. Like he was hyped about that design. And let's just all admit that he does not look good with a man bun. Like, just stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Pirates are the no care about you. And then Steffi comes in. I didn't get any of this. Steffi was being weird. She was in she's, full. She's sipping her straw and she's just being weird. She was full valley girl. Like she was she wearing was. an outfit straight out of Clueless. And yeah, she was like holding her Starbucks and sipping it and like being very sassy and very, very like valley mean girl. I was like, what is going on? Everything she said had like a mm, attitude yeah, like to it. Window in it. Yeah, it was it was super weird. It was because I and I read it wrong because you find out later what she's really trying to find out. I read it wrong. At first, I thought she was saying like, oh, no, Thomas is after hope again type of thing. But she also kind of. But the way she was talking to hope, she was almost like accusing hope. Yeah, that made me mad, too. Of feeding into it or stopping him from, like, moving on or spending too much time with him or something. Like, she was being kind of accusatory towards Hope in the way she it was did, asking. Yeah. And I was getting mad about that because I was coming across, like, and I was like, wait a minute. What? Yeah. You know, like, I was like, I'm so confused. What is happening? <laughs> yeah. But meanwhile, oh. Paris and Zende. 
Yes, in the design office, these two. Okay, Ooh. now these two apparently are super into each other. Yeah. He's like okay. gazing at her, like getting lost in thought. Like, I literally didn't hear anything you said, but you looked so beautiful while you were saying it. Like, yeah, what? he was like, I just want to kiss you. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of weird. Yeah. And then back across the hall, Steffi's still going on about Thomas. She gets on to him because he hasn't come, uh, came over to see the baby. And she's interrogating him about his personal life. And, like, I'm like, what is her deal? Right. And then Zenday and Paris pop in. And everyone is being kind of weird still. Zenday has to leave. So they're talking to Paris and of course it turns into the everyone talk about how great Paris is. Yeah. Yep. Every single day. And something else that I noticed, I don't know if you caught this, but Zenday referred to her as girlfriend. And I was like, yeah. okay, that's new. That's new. Mm-hmm. Yes. Caught it. So in the design office, what happens is they all go over to the design office because Zenday was going on and on about how great Paris is at giving advice or notes on design. And that's how they end up all three in the office. And then Zenday has uh, gets a call that he has to go handle something. Oh, and yeah. That's when it gets sticky. Yeah, Thomas starts looking at Paris differently. Like, you Mm -hmm. see that look in his eye, and you're like, "Uh uh-oh. Yep, definitely uh uh-oh. And so he apologizes to her, and she's like, all right, all right, that's nice of you to apologize. And so then Paris starts digging about hope and how hope was his, like, obsession. I'm like, dang, she's super nosy. Yeah, she is. I don't blame her, though, because I'm super nosy, too. (laughs) She knows how to mess with people. She got him to, like, start talking. I was like, oh, okay. But at this point, guys, we nervous because we saw the twinkle. Oh, definitely. And there's a moment where we'll get to it where I'm like, that was the moment. So let's see. Paris gives Thomas some uh, input. On his design. And yeah. It, he He's like. Oh wow. And, uh, uh-oh. He's got that dazed look. Like Chelsea said. Yeah. She was just like. Oh add a jacket. I'm like okay. So all of a sudden she's a designer. Because she said add a jacket and make it shorter. <laughs> I'm like okay. And then they're all smiling at each other, and he's like, "Oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to work with you." And I'm like, "Oh no, yeah. here we go again. Here I we know. go again." She was talking so cheesy, though. She's like, "The emotions that it invokes." I was like, "Oh my gosh, girl, please." I oh, yeah, please. I oh gosh, what is her deal? Does anybody know what her deal is? Please tell because I'm I'm confused. I want to love her, but I'm also like really nervous. Is she like what is she doing? Can I? I don't know. I'm conflicted when it comes to her. 
Yeah. Zende comes back and instantly he's like, what's going on? And I'm he senses the vibe and I'm like, I sense it too, bro. Be nervous. Yeah, he was like, am I interrupting? For real. Thomas in his mind is kind of like, yeah, you are actually. Die. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. <laughs> in the other office, Steffi mm. and Hope are still just kind of talking about, like, her line and just chit-chatting. This is the Steffi that I know. This is the Steffi I remember. Like, the way she was talking, the body language, everything. Like, this yeah. is the real Steffi. For months and yeah. months, we've been dealing with this happy Steffi, this mommy Steffi, this girlfriend Steffi. Like, all happy, happy, joy, joy. No, this is who Steffi is, people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is who she is. Sassy, and, sassy girl. Yeah, she is. And Liam Watson. And they're like, oh, we're talking about Thomas. And Liam's like, (laughs) great. (laughs) Why? Yeah, like, okay. I I thought he was going to say, what do you do now? What do you do? For real. Meanwhile, Paris is telling Zenday, because they're being all kissy-kissy. She's like, I have a surprise for you. She does. I do. It's a big surprise, all right. Yep. She's like, not only do I have tickets to the Dodger game, but I have a surprise, too. And Thomas, legit, did you see his face? He was so jealous. I I told Joe, I was like, Joe, mark my words, because Thomas is jealous. He's got that same face that he gets when he when Liam is is lovey dovey with hope. Mm hmm. Mm, not good, not good. So Thomas sulks his way back over to the main <laughs> office. And Hope and Liam are talking about how they were kind of hoping to have a date night. And Thomas is like, oh, cool. You know, I'll watch the kids. No big deal. And Steffi's like, yeah, you know, and then when Thomas has a date, you guys can like return the favor, right? And everyone's like, Mind what are you talking about? <laughs> Everyone's like, sure. Yeah. So Liam and Hope take off to go have sexy time. Steffi and Thomas are, she's still kind of like, you know, I don't know if Steffi's picking up on the vibes that Thomas is into Paris at the moment or not. Like, it's hard to tell. Because I'm like, why would she be good with this? Zenday is your guys' cousin and you know she's with Zenday. So I don't know why she would like be okay with it so I'm just gonna pretend like she's not picking up on this I I actually was thinking why is she not picking up on this because he said to her he said you know what to tell you the honest truth I'm a little jealous because mm-hmm. then she's taking Zenday to the game and I was like uh did no one hear that hello right so, so now he, he brings up to, that no, he oh, brings sorry. up that um that they were that she got him tickets for the games and he was jealous and he's like speaking of the game let's turn it on so he turns on the game so then we're at now the game we, yeah now we head to the game and I'm just and, gonna put this out here 
they fully changed their clothes, got dressed, and went to Dodger Stadium on a work day. Usually baseball games start either four or what, four or six o'clock. Okay. I'm yeah, just probably just letting you guys think about that. They left the office, went home, changed, drove to Dodger Stadium. Just think about how much time that would take. Just put it in. Even if it's a daytime game, honestly, when you go to the baseball game, it takes like three, four hours. Right. The game itself is like, what, 20 innings or something? I don't know. (laughs) It's like nine, but it always goes over. Exactly. So they're standing in the like, uh, I don't know, entryway to the field area. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like a little back area or something. Yeah, so there she's like, I got a surprise. He's like, come on, we got to get to our seats. Like, it's going to start soon. And she's like, oh, don't worry. We're not going to miss nothing. And he's like, what, what, what? And then this guy with, you know, headphones on and a Dodger shirt. So obviously he's someone of importance. Walks up. He's like, hey, girl, how you been? I'm good, bro. How you been? Boo, 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 boo. And he's like, all right. And then he's like, wait, he doesn't know what's happening. And he's like, no, what's happening? He's like, You'll see. Come on, Paris. So takes her to the field. I knew she was going to sing. I knew it because she's a singer. I just knew it. I had a feeling because Joe was like, oh, I bet you uh, one of them is going to throw the first ball. You know how they you have, know what? They let I thought do that. that. I thought that I'm with Joe. That's what I thought initially. I was like, oh, she's going to have him do the first pitch. And then she sings the national anthem. And he is stunned. Yeah. But he's not the only one, is he? Nope, because back at Forrester, Steffi and Thomas are watching, and Thomas is completely mesmerized. Wee, 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 And, um, oh, yeah, you said that. Uh, Hope and Liam have sexy time. Oh, yeah. And guess who has... Bow, bow. What? Guess who has... Donna. <gasps> Donna? She always has their kids. Like, oh yeah, Donna has the kids. <laughs> That's what I was kind of thinking. I was like, didn't Thomas say he's going to watch the kids? When exactly is he going to go pick them up? <laughs> like, Yeah, because Liam's like, how much longer does Donna have the kids? And she's like, an hour about? Yeah, because he's so like, like trying to get Donna. freaky, freaky. They've Ooh. got freaky on the floor, in the living room. Ooh, keeping the love alive. And that's it for that day. I just yeah, okay. I'm trying to yeah, wait so, to load up. Okay. So yeah, we're at the cabin and Liam wants to go round two, have some more sexy time. But Hope's like, cool your jets, buddy boy. I would love to do that. But my parents are coming over. And he's like, What? Why? And then Hi guys. It's Rachel Brooks. You don't even get to explain anything. Nope. They just Pop well, on they in. You live like on the property. So like right. all they had to do was like walk through their garden or whatever and they were there. <laughs> yep. And so then, Hope is like super nervous and everyone's like, what's going on? And she's like, uh, well, like I got to tell you guys something. And um, like uh, I wanted you guys all to be here and I was going to talk to you first, but um, everything's happening so fast. Brrrp. Then we're back at Forrester. Um, 
the 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 game, like the game, the whole experience, all of that stuff, I think has made Zenday and Paris closer because when she I forgot to mention this, when they were at the game, she introduced him to that state to that guy, um, the Dodger guy, as mm-hmm. her boyfriend. And I was like, okay, they just neglected to tell us that they've now <laughs> they've now reached boyfriend girlfriend status. We didn't know that. Yeah, we must have missed that. I must have been in like a a coma or something. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. So apparently, they're boyfriend girlfriend. We don't we don't understand the youth. <laughs> but yeah, Zenday and Paris. So of course, Thomas and Steffi are still talking about how amazing Paris is, and Zenday and Paris pop on in. And okay, that's where I'm going with this time frame, people. So you're telling me you during a work day you left work, went changed, went to the baseball game, same sang the anthem. I assume stayed and watched the game, and then drove back to work in LA. Yeah, right. That is like a that is like a twelve hour endeavor, <laughs> like <laughs> right? Yeah. No way, people. But all right, whatever. Don't you, you know, Chelsea? Things work different for rich people. You didn't know that? Yeah, I guess they must take helicopters everywhere because I don't know how they're doing this. <laughs> right. My job is twenty one miles away, and it takes forty five minutes. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, so okay. There I wanted to tell you guys there is an actual moment. Okay, I want to know if anybody else noticed. There is a actual moment where Thomas is watching Paris sing. He gets he is a good actor because he gets the look. I don't know how else to explain it. He gets this look. And I knew right then and there, in that very moment, he's found his new obsession. I think Hope is safe now. I think he's over it. And now he just moved from her. Now his new obsession is Paris. And he's going to have her, because we all know how Thomas is, no matter what. So Zenday may end up at the bottom of a ravine. Yeah, it was weird because he was just trying like, okay, so she comes in and Steffi and Thomas play dumb, like just let them babble like, oh, like, well, how was the game? It was a really good game. Right. And they were like, da, 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 da. And then Zenday was like, she's saying the national anthem. And they were like, oh, okay. But oh, the Dodger dogs. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Oh, remember that one time we went and then they were like, guys, did you not hear what I said? They're like, no, just kidding. We watched it. Yeah, they were like, we saw it, dude. <laughs> yeah, and then they were like talking. And then at one point, Thomas is such a cheese because he's like, huh, oh, have you always been that gifted? Dude, she's a singer. Like, right. you're you're born with your voice. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. But... Okay. Have you always been a designer? I don't know. It's like, I don't know. It's weird. Weird. But, yeah, no, he was definitely giving the obsession eyes. Okay. So, he's obsessed. 
done. They were kissing. He was jealous. I'm telling you guys, it's done. I've seen the look. that He always gets this look. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she's now his new target. Mm-hmm. Now we head back to the cabin. <laughs> oh. her hope. Every time she's trying to explain something, somebody knocks on the door. And guess who it is this time? Deacon. Dun, dun, dun. And I was yeah. like so excited because I love Deacon. I love and hate him. Like yeah. I love to hate him. <laughs> okay. Slightly embarrassed. Why was Deacon in jail? Oh, Okay, remember the first time a while back Sheila came and she was a waitress? Remember that? Uh-huh. Okay, well, someone, I don't know if you remember, but someone was shooting at Quinn. And Katie was watching through her, her telescope and all that. Do you remember that? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. shooting at Quinn. Well, everybody accused Sheila. Oh, and then okay, okay. They figured I remember, out I remember, I remember. it wasn't Sheila. It was Deacon. He was trying to kill Quinn because she pushed him off the cliff. Right. Because the last thing I remembered was when he came back from her pushing him off the cliff. So I was like, wait, she pushed him off the cliff. She didn't even go to jail for kidnapping and raping Liam. So how did he go to jail? <laughs> like, whew. Okay. Sorry, guys. Yeah, he tried to snipe a uh, sniper. <laughs> he tried to sniper rifle Quinn, remember? Okay, sorry, brain damage. But he missed. Yeah, I remember. I remember all that now. Because we were like, what? Is Katie trying to shoot Quinn? What is... I remember, I remember. Okay. And so anyways... Of course. What did uh, he say when he walks in? Of course. It is so deacon that I had to pause it because I had to laugh. He walks in with his bag and goes, Daddy's home. I was like, oh, that's so deacon. He he just he's just doing that to get under Brooke's skin. Yeah. Okay, guys. So I'm just gonna put this out here. At this moment, I literally wrote uh, at cabin. Hope is nervous. Knock knock. Deacon. He got released, and I put, hmm. Is he and Sheila gonna team up? Got the proof. It's in the book. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So it turns out Hope invited him there. And Brooke, Ridge, Liam Liam are freaking out. Yep. Because apparently Hope has been writing to Deacon the whole time he's been in jail. The whole time. The whole time. And she neglected to tell Liam that. Mm -hmm. That's a bad sign. Because they usually tell each other. Well, she tells him everything. Let's put it that way. Yep. Oh, so everyone is like, whoa, mind blow. And right before the day ends, we go back over to Forrester. Paris and Thomas are alone in the off in the design office. And there he's talking about how amazing she is, yada, yada. And she tries to tell him what you're amazing. Look at this. Picks up one of his sketches they she accidentally drops it and they do the classic both of them bend down at the same time <laughs> bump hands lock eyes and now i think she's a little obsessed with thomas too yep he's obsessed with her and she's obsessed with him 
She is uh, Zoe's sister. And Zoe was in the Thomas, so why not? That's probably... Ex <gasps> Remember, she always wants what her sister has? Oh, uh -huh. so, so why isn't she going after Carter? I don't know. He's probably next. Um, you know what? I think she's one of those people who want to be wanted. Yeah. It's not necessarily that she wants to really be with any of them. She just wants them to want her. Right. Or maybe she does want their lives. I don't know. I, I think that, um, I'm not, I feel bad for Zenday. Like, I never thought I would say that, but I do. Because... Like, if you're not really that into him, then tell him you're not that into him. I don't like that. I really hate it when people do that. Like, you know the person is into you more than you're into them, so you use that to your advantage. I hate that. If you're not into them the same amount, go ahead. You need to, come on. Let them go because you know you're not into them as much. Like, I feel bad for him because he's done nothing but be nice to her. Yeah, well, yeah. remember, he was wooing her when he was messing around with Zoe. Okay, so they had a little hiccup there. But and he did tell Carter, we weren't that close. Mm, he had that some karma. Mean, you know what? That did kind of make me mad. Because I was thinking about that when I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, him and Thomas are cousins. Like, they can't do that. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, they're not that close. And I was like, oh, oh that's what was said to hit. That's what he said to Carter. Karma. Uh-huh. And, okay, I just have to say this. Because when we go back over to the cabin, I am not okay with the way any of these people are talking to I don't oh, like how they're no. talking to her, about her. She is a grown-ass woman, okay? This is ridiculous, the way they're talking to her. Oh, like, yeah, she like... can't... They don't trust her judgment. She can't make her own decision. She's so naive. She just wants... You know, like, that's her dad. So he he's snowing her. And I'm like, oh, my God. Does no one have confidence and hope? Yeah, and, like, Brooke was, like, yelling at her, tell him, tell him you don't want anything to do with him. And yeah. I'm like, what? I was like, golly. Brooke is on a good one. Well, she does hate him. Well, yeah. yeah. He is bad. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say. I mean, every well, time yeah. that he comes into Hope's life, he does usually hurt her. Because he comes in, causes havoc. And then she feels bad for him. And then he takes off. He always takes off. So, like, I get they're trying to protect her. Yeah. I don't know. The whole thing was kind of weird, too. Because, like, I don't know. Liam was like, he's going to ask you for money. And then Brooke's like, he's going to let you down. And Ridge is getting all crazy. They end up kicking Deacon out. Deacon ends up leaving. But to me, the whole thing was kind of weird. Because, Hope, like, in that moment, Hope didn't stop him. Or was it like, no. You don't get to tell him to leave. Like she didn't do that. They let she let them kick him out. So I'm like, okay, you have him come all the way over there, but then you let them push him out. Like, what was the point? Right. Yeah. I know. I know. I think she maybe thought 
they wouldn't have such a bad reaction. Like I knew she she knows they're gonna react bad, but maybe she didn't know it would be like that bad because Brooke was yelling at her. Yeah. All the emotions. And then she just gave up, I think. Because at one point they straight said, and Liam was involved also. They straight said, you know what? You need to go. Right now, you need to go. Okay? Do what you do best and leave. Because mm-hmm. you will not. You will not be in her life. You hear me? You will not be in her life. And I'm like, whoa. I think she just kind of gave up. She was like, this was a bad idea. <laughs> I'm just going to let him go because this is going nowhere. Right. Yeah, I guess. And she has to deal with them all being mad at her. Liam's mad that she kept that from him. That that she was in touch with him this whole time and didn't tell didn't tell him. So he's kind of miffed about that. And then, um, of course, Brooke and Ridge are always mad about something. Like that's nothing new. Yeah, always. And she's trying to say, I know, I know his past. I know how he is. But I want to give him another, like, I need to see because he says he's changed. He does always say he's changed, though. And then he starts drinking and he turns right back into the same deacon. (laughs) Yeah, because he tells him, like, I've stopped drinking, do, 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 do. And then what does he do when he, when they kick him out? He goes straight to the bar. Exactly. That's my point. (laughs) And then... uh, I felt bad for Hope. I really did. Because she she could tell she was upset. Yeah, everyone's trying to convince her. Don't talk to him. Don't talk to him. Don't talk to him. Yeah, it was sad. So now we head to Steffi's house. Mm-hmm. And they just have like a cute little um, romantic little get thing, right? Finn cleaned the house and... It's all cozy, but then guess what? The baby wakes up. Hayes wakes mm. up. So yep. that interrupts their sexy time. Sexy time. And the whole point of this, honestly, was that Steffi told him again, Sheila cannot have a part in their life. She cannot have a role. She cannot see them. She cannot be in their life, period. Period, point blank. And guess what? Finn does not tell her about the text message. Nope. That's a mistake. How many times? How many times? How many times? She already forgave you for doing that once. The emoji. Why are you doing it again? You're stupid. Yeah, I'm beginning to think, like, what are you thinking, dude? I don't trust him. So, (laughs) then we we head to... The bar at El Giardino, our favorite restaurant that always has the breadsticks. I would have thought that he would have went to the beach bar. Yeah, bikini. Me too. Bikini. But, I mean, it is coming to wintertime. Man, once the sun goes down, guys, it is chilly. So, surprise, surprise, guess who walks in? The snake lady herself. Sheila. Yeah. And she's, she's always watch- wearing snake print. She is. <laughs> she is. And she's watching 
because he kind of flirted with a bartender and this and that. And she comes in and she doesn't recognize him at first, though. So she sits down and she kind of looks over and she orders her drink. But didn't he say, like, I would have thought you would have ordered a pina colada or something? And she was like, what? I think he recognized her immediately because he said that. No, I think because he didn't even really look over like he was still staring like forward when he said it. And she was like, what? And then she looked at him and she goes, wait, Deacon. And then he was like, Sheila. And then they both were like, oh, hell. And then she was like, I read it as he kind of recognized her and he was messing with her about the drink. But maybe he just randomly says that to people. Yeah, I think that's a pickup line, you know, like the song. She likes pina coladas getting out in the rain. Of course. He starts telling her what happened at the cabin. Because she's like, what's your problem? Are you, like, legit out of jail? Or is the cops going to come busting in here? (laughs) And he's like, no, I'm legit out. I could ask uh, you the same thing, lady. (laughs) And then she realizes... He's telling her the story, and she realizes they have a lot in common. And she tells them, well, guess what? I I can't see my son. So we have a lot in common. And he's like, who's your son? And he's like, married to Steffi Forrester. He's like, oh, 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 great. But you could tell he was kind of like, oh, no. Because she was like, you know what? They've done both of us wrong and if we team up we'll be unstoppable maniacal laugh maniacal laugh maniacal laugh and his face is like oh fudge he knows knows exactly what she can do and i don't know if he's full on board though maybe he's like nah lady that's really nope Mm -mm. (laughs) not you you know what i put i put in my notes Deacon legit looks scared. <laughs> yeah. Is he scared because he knows what she could do? Or is he scared because he knows he's going to have to do it with her? <laughs> right. Because that, you know, she don't take no for an answer. No, but I need to say this. Say it. If, if he was smart. Oh, God, I wish B&B listened to our podcast. Okay. If he was smart. Double agent. would. Which is questionable. But if he was, he would team up with her and pretend like he was on her side 100, right? Mm-hmm. But go back and tell the foresters, look, here's what's going on. She is going after whatever. Like, here's her plan. She does not know. Right. She thinks I'm on her side. So we got to keep it that way. And you know what? That is how he could redeem himself with that, with the foresters. If yeah. he did that, they would be like, OK. Let's work together. And then everybody would be all proud. And maybe he changed. If he was smart, he would do that. But yeah, it's Deacon. And he's not known to be the smartest person in the room. <laughs> He's really not. I'm not trying to be mean, but it's true. Yeah. He married if he was smart, him. he would double agent it. But no. No, he's going to get caught up in it. Yeah, and then he's going to lose hope because you know Hope don't play that. Mm-mm. You said you've changed and then you're helping Sheila? Uh-uh, we're done. You know Hope don't play that? 
Well, that is how Friday is. Oh my goodness, that is how the we whole month of it. September ends. Yes, That's we did it. Woo! Sorry if we were a little disjointed. You get the gist. You watched it. You know. You just want to hear us make fun of them. I know. I know. Right? And come on, that was a lot. That was a lot. Five weeks. And again. If anybody's interested in doing our warning at the beginning, let me know because I have I have one. It's gonna be on this episode. Ooh. So our warning is going to be none other than the wonderful Marvin from France. Yay, Marvin! Thank you, Marvin, for doing our warning this episode. We appreciate it. Yeah, and if you're interested in um, reading Annika's article, we'll totally put a link for that so you guys can get all emotional. Yeah, it is sad. Yep. Say that brings us to the end of the episode. And yeah, I mean, I hope you guys have a good rest of your week. Um, Speaking of Dodgers, they're on the TV right now, so I have to find out if uh, my boyfriend's going to be raging in a fun way or a bad way. But, uh, yeah, go Dodgers. Woo. All right, guys. So have a good week. And we'll be back as soon as we can. Until next time. Bye, guys. Bye.